Hello and welcome back to Authentic Beauty. This is Danielle and today I want to talk a little bit about modesty. When I speak of and how I even came up of the term authentic beauty, I kind of have it, I kind of thought of it as a nod to just the way that God intended for women to be beautiful. Um, I don't think that the way that we define beauty in today's society is really an accurate depiction of our true beauty in Christ Jesus and how he has made us. But it is just so carnal. And I do think that God made all of us to be beautiful. And I think that even though we are wrapped in flesh, he also made our flesh to be beautiful too. But our beauty is not bound in flesh because honestly, our flesh is decaying and it's dying every single day. So if we put too much value into a depreciating asset, we end up, you know, that's why you have some people who as they age, they don't come to terms with it and they begin to really get into the anti-aging products and then it goes from there and then it becomes them wearing clothes that are you know reminiscent of them as a 20 year old and they try to catch something that is long gone because they didn't do the work on the inner beauty portion of who we are and really honestly and truly Beauty really does come from within. There is some things that we can do to enhance our beauty on the outside. Of course, there are some things, you know, we have makeup, we have hair, we have clothes, we have all these things, right? But as much as you try to compensate with the outer beauty portion, if you don't have the inner beauty well-maintained, the outer beauty doesn't have anything to hold on to because the outer beauty is just a complement to the inner beauty. It's just the way that you express who you are and and who you become as a woman on the inside. But you can't cover. It's not a mask. You can have outer beauty. You can't necessarily have outer beauty without inner beauty. And while some people may say that you can, it it doesn't really last because if you look at somebody and they don't speak, they don't do anything, they're just a statue sitting there, yes, you can say that that person is beautiful all day. But when that person begins to speak, when they open their mouth, when you see how they act and how they behave and how they treat others, all of those character traits and character flaws even begin to affect somebody's beauty, the way that we perceive them. And beauty is truly in the eye of the beholder because the way that you may see somebody may not be the way that another person sees that same that same person. And depending on what your hangups are, what your voids are, what um, thing that you may not like about yourself, your insecurities, whatever those things may be, those all play into it. 
And all too often we try to make ourselves beautiful for so many other people other than ourselves, other than God. God wants to look at you and be pleased with who you are. And yes, we are the apple of his eye. We are wonderfully and beautifully made. All of those things are true. But he, God, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Is your heart beautiful to him? Or is there a bunch of unforgiveness and hatred and and anger and all of these other things in there that cause your outer appearance to look the way that your heart does? When there's anger in somebody's heart, you see um, the eyebrows get scrunched up. When somebody is jealous, you see that all on their face. You just see it. And this is supposed to be about modesty, but now it's just becoming more of inner beauty because I just really want us to understand that all of these things, when it comes to clothes, when it comes to beauty, and while I, you know, I work in that industry, I tell you guys that all the time, and while I love it, and I love fashion, and I love all of these things, while it's fun to do these things, it's fun to dress up, it's fun it really is so much deeper than that. It's so much deeper than our outer appearance. It's so much deeper than our clothes because honestly and truthfully, truthfully, our clothes, the things that we wear just represents what is going on in our hearts. And it's not until we clean up our hearts that we can really begin to express who we are. And when that true beauty begins to radiate is after our hearts are clean and they're pure and we are working towards something. How many times have you seen somebody who you initially thought was a pretty girl or a pretty person or a handsome guy, but when you saw the character and the contents of their heart, they became not so pretty to you anymore, or you were not attracted to that person anymore. They were not attractive at all to you at that point in time anymore because you began to see their character and their character was ugly. And the same, and the reverse is also true because ha- how many times have you seen somebody that you might have thought was just okay or average looking, but when you saw that they were funny and they were kind and they were gentle and they were sweet, they became attractive. So character, our heart, really does play a really big role in attractiveness in the way that we present ourselves, in the way that we love ourselves. And honestly and truthfully, the more insecurities are playing a big role in our lives, the bigger they get when they begin to overshadow who the person is. That is when they begin to manifest what is in their heart. And we begin to see that even in their clothing choices. I know this was the case for me, and it is it just is the case. It's just how we work as humans. We are always seeking to express ourselves, whether that's a good thing or a god or or a not so good thing, because we are spirit, and spirit is always seeking to express itself in one way or another. We can't hide it; it needs expression. So when we are angry, it's so hard. It's so hard not to express your anger when you are not feeling up to par, right? And so when we have 
all of these things on the inside of us, when we have insecurity, when we have those voids, when we have those daddy issues, and we really want, in our hearts, we really want somebody to love us. And maybe it's gotten so bad to where it's like, I, I just need anybody. I just need male attention. If that is on the inside of your heart, that is going to come out on your body in one way or another. It has to. It has to. You can't conceal that because your heart is saying, I want this. So the way that you manifest that is often through your body, through your clothes, through your hair. You begin to pay attention because when we're focused on something, we begin to see more of that thing. That thing becomes bigger. It seems like it's taking over. So you will begin to notice maybe the guys that you like or the type of guy that you like. And you pay attention to the type of girl that they like, the type of girl that they seem to be drawn to. And slowly but surely, you will begin to morph yourself into that type of woman so that you can be attractive to that guy and so if you for instance have a celebrity crush and this guy is a rapper or something like that and so you begin to watch his music videos you begin to see the music video girls the vixens the whatever in the video and you will slowly begin to try to become that woman that you are seeing you saw that, you know, the leading lady had a long blonde wig. So, you know, you don't even think about it twice, but you end up getting yourself the same type of thing. You begin to dress more provocatively because you want that male attention. And, and you begin to wear, you know, your makeup a certain way because, you know, one of the girls on Instagram, one of the Instagram models had her makeup like that. And slowly you become to be a smorgasbord, if you will, of all these different personalities and spirits and people that you've seen and your clothes and everything else begin to reflect that. And then you begin to get the type of attention that these type of people, these type of, of spirits, if you will, attract. And it's nothing like you thought it was going to be. And you're wondering, how come I'm getting these dogs? And how come I'm doing this? And how come they're coming to me? And why is this happening? It's not supposed to happen this way. And it has to. It has to. And so the work really does start. And when, and it's just like this too. Let's say that, you know, you were that type of girl who became a seductress or whatever, or you were that type of girl that was, you know, showing off, using your body to get guys, or you were kind of showing your body off in an attempt to attract guys. We could say all day long that we don't do that or that that's not our intent. But after you reach a certain level of wisdom and maturity, you begin to understand that, hey, I am not going to wear this even though I might like it because it might attract the wrong attention. And it's when you reach that level of maturity that you know that your heart has changed and your mind has changed towards the situation because you become less selfish. Selfishness is measured maturity is measured by selfishness or selflessness for that matter 
the more mature we are, the, the less we start, the less we think about ourselves so much, the less self-centered we are. And so even though you may want to wear something, it's just like in the Bible, it says, even though I can do all things, not everything is beneficial. And the same is true. It's like, okay, although I can wear whatever I want, yes, I can. There are no rules that say you can't wear what you, what you, you know, there are no rules to say what you can and can't wear. But, you know, we are given the instruction not to be a stumbling block to our brother. And let me just really speak to this just for a second, because I hear so many times from people that they can't, that's not really a scripture that they can necessarily follow because one, why is it on the woman to make sure that she's not a stumbling block? Okay, well, one, we know that men are visual creatures. Women are too. I will say that we are too, but men don't necessarily go around as much as women do to try to cause a woman to stumble by the way that they look. Because we have beauty, like that is a gift from God. We have that. Um, we often sometimes use that for, for evil. We do. We seduce people. We we wear certain things. We know exactly how to capture a man just by the way we look. And men don't necessarily have that same power over women. Although, you know, you can take that, be that as it may, you can take that also for men when it comes to women, like don't wear your, you know, your sweatpants and you don't got no drawers on, things like that. Like, don't do that. But not being a stumbling block. And I've heard that some women say that they can't necessarily subscribe to that because men men are going to just fall into lust regardless. You could be wearing footsie pajamas and a man still going to be stumbling over you. Okay, that may be true. But what God is looking at, man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. God is looking at your heart. Did you intend for somebody to stumble when you put on what you put on? That is the real question. So if it wasn't your intent, then you're good to go. I mean, if you're saying, okay, look, I want to be mindful about what I'm wearing. I want to be mindful of my brothers in Christ who still may be struggling, who maybe haven't fully died to their flesh yet in this area. Let me wear something that covers up my butt a little bit, or maybe let me wear something that's not as low cut, whatever. If your heart is pure, then you're fine. If somebody still, you know, has lustful thoughts about you, that is, you know, something that they would have to work out with God on their own. It's not for you to figure that out. But all too often, because I've been around so many type of women like this, and I've been one myself, I have to admit, that we used to think about, okay, what should we wear? What is going to get all the attention? What is going to turn heads? That was the intent, to make somebody stumble, to make somebody captivated or captured by the way that we looked. And so that heart posture, that mindset has to shift 
in order to really please God with not only our hearts, but the way that we steward our bodies. Because if we're just showing it off, if we're just using it as as a tool, as if we're using it as witchcraft to lure somebody in, then we're using it for evil and not for good. We're not using our bodies the way that God intended us to do. And so we have to be mindful of that. And so get we should not be a stumbling block as much as we can. We should try to avoid it. That really shows some maturity on your end. And it doesn't mean that you can't be fashionable. You can't look cute. Like that is not at all what I'm trying to say. What I am trying to say is because I I want to just say that we have to just be mindful and of stewarding our bodies. Well, that includes, you know, doing some self-care, keeping your body uh, looking good, staying in, in shape. It means, you know you know, look, you know, trying to look your best at all times. There's nothing wrong with looking your best. But what I'm getting at is the heart of the matter is what is most important. And usually it's an inner beauty issue. There's some heart issues. There's some wholeness issues. All of those things, when left unattended, it manifests on the outer appearance and we see it. I can see how broken a woman is by what she's wearing. I can see how long a woman has been broken by what she's wearing. Like You can see all of these things. And so you can't change just by changing your clothes. So many people try to put on new identities by putting on new clothes and it doesn't work and they still find themselves lost and stuck and don't know what to do. I remember a time when I was in high school and every year we would go back to school shopping and, you know, we buy a whole bunch of clothes and I used to be so excited. That was like my favorite time of year. And I remember in ninth grade, I had a certain look, you know, it was like very casual, like a cool casual, I, you know, or like sneakers and graphic tees, things like that. And then when I was in my sophomore year, I started to be girly. I wore skirts and dresses and boots and things like that. And then in my junior year, I started dressing more business casual and, you know, and I just noticed, I was like, you know, every year my style changes. And I remember saying that to myself and I was like, and it's crazy because I can't use, I can't build upon the wardrobe that I have because I'm not wearing sneakers anymore. I'm wearing, you know, sandals to school now. So it's like, I couldn't build upon it. I was like, I wonder why, like, I keep changing my style. Like, it was a drastic change. It wasn't just like, you know a little things here and there because I wasn't wearing anything from the previous year because it was a totally different style. And now that I think about it, when I was in high school, I was trying to find myself. I didn't know who I was. I wanted to figure it out. So I tried on these different personalities to see where did I fit? Where did I feel the most comfortable? And the same thing happens with so many of you when you put on your clothes because you don't know who you are. Now I have some stuff from like five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago, because I have more of like a classic style now. 
you know, I like to get like really more so timeless pieces. I have a few trendy pieces, but like they can go with the times. And then also now, um, just the way that the industry works and everything, there's not really a huge demand on trends. Like we don't necessarily have to follow a trend, but you know, some stuff could look outdated, but anywho, because I found who I was, I have a style and that's the thing too. Everything that we do has purpose. And that just makes me like in such awe of God because I used to just have so much guilt about like being passionate about the fashion industry and being passionate about clothing because it just seems so carnal. It seems so superficial, so materialistic. But God has downloaded so much revelation and insight and knowledge just about how it's so much deeper than the clothes. Even just how God has revealed certain things to me about stories in the Bible and just how the clothing was just so significant. And I just think about just the way that we dress today. It just really speaks to whatever's on the inside of our hearts. And I just have a heart for those who I see manifesting in their clothes. And I just want to help them. I just want to love on them. Because little do... And it's so crazy. is that The thing is, we think that we can use clothes to really hide ourselves. Just like Adam and Eve. We think that we can use clothes to hide ourselves. So because we're insecure, we begin to dress in a very flamboyant way. But it's like, no... Your insecurities are showing. Let's work on them. Let's deal with them. God wants to heal you. And so this one was kind of all over the place. I talked a little bit about modesty. Talked a little bit, little bit about inner beauty. All of these things. But I just really want you to look on the inside of your own heart. Look at what you're wearing. What does it say? What are you trying to say with your clothes? Are you trying to say anything? That's That could be error too. You know, we should be mindful of how we want to present ourselves because this is how people are going to perceive us. And yes, we could say all day long that it doesn't matter what people think, but at the same time, we want to present ourselves as Christ-like, as holy, as loving, as kind. We want, you know, people to be drawn to us, not for us, but so that they can be drawn to God because that's even just step one of evangelism you don't want to be somebody who looks unapproachable or or scary or, you know, someone that they want to avoid. But we need to be warm and inviting and, and kind and gentle. And so all of these things, even all, all nine fruit of the Holy Spirit should be evident in the way that we look. And that includes the way that we dress. So don't discard your clothes or the way that you dress don't just throw on a baggy t-shirt and baggy jeans like you don't care because that's saying that you don't care about yourself like everything has a message to it and so we have to work through it we have to work through our hearts and our minds and Christ will help us and lead us through those things and we will begin to see a change on the outer appearance we have to work from the inside out not the outside in I love you. I hope this message blessed you and I'm going to see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.